1: Patriot is WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul, FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis, Intelligent Radio.
0: With SRN News, I'm Jason Walker. It's not official yet, but French polling agencies now projecting President Emmanuel Macron will win the presidential runoff today defeating rival Marine Le Pen in a very tight race. A Seattle-area man taking his religious liberty case to the Supreme Court. Joe Kennedy is a former high school football coach who lost his job for praying on the field after games. He argues that the Bremerton
3: School District violated his First Amendment rights. Lawyers for the school district barred Kennedy from praying with students, saying it risked being seen as government endorsement of religion. Four conservative justices on the Supreme Court have already expressed concerns with how
0: his case has been handled. Greg Clugston, Seattle. Early morning fire in Philadelphia. Three children and one adult are dead. This is SRN News.
1: Charlie Kirk explains what's going on at Twitter. Twitter? does not actually care about making money. Twitter is not a for-profit vehicle. Instead, they are a regime megaphone and a censorship machine that camouflages as a for-profit company. Instead, what you have at Twitter is ideologues disguised as capitalists. The Charlie Kirk Show, weeknights at 11, on AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. AM
4: 1280, The Patriot. From the Kirby and Christina Realty Studios, I'm Daniel. Whose children are they? This is a groundbreaking new documentary at SalemNow.com, where brave teachers step forward and share their stories. You'll hear from parents and experts who uncover corruption in teachers' unions and empower us to save our classrooms, save our kids, and save our country. Stream it tonight at SalemNow.com. I of 51 today with a low tonight of 32. Thanks for listening to AM 1280, The Patriot.
5: Portions of this program may have been pre-recorded.
1: The Northern Alliance Radio Network is on the air. Live and local from the AM-1280, the Patriot Studios in Egan. here is The Closer, Brad Carlson. AM-1280, the Patriot.
3: Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back with hour number two of the broadcast, we like to call The Closer. That's me, Brad Carlson. Thanks, as always, for tuning in. You can check out my blog at bradcarlson.org. And we are here to take a phone call at 651-289-4488. Thunder. You can also weigh in via Twitter. Just use hashtag Narnshow. That's hashtag Narn show for any comments or questions. Any of you would like to follow us along on Facebook, feel free to do so. Just go to Facebook.com, do a search for the Northern Alliance Radio Network, and give our page a like or a follow if you haven't done so already. And we do have the live stream up and running at our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page. So I also have a comment section there as well, if you'd like to weigh in uh, on any of the topics we discuss. And as always, we appreciate you tuning in. Uh, I was paying rapt attention yesterday to the goings-on at Minnesota's first congressional district convention. A friend of the broadcast, Rebecca Brandon, she's an independent journalist. She was there live-tweeting the festivities. Uh, They were trying to haggle her a little bit about her media credentials because she had media credentials to be there. But uh, I guess the sergeant at arms or somebody was saying she wasn't a legitimate journalist uh, because she was independent, not part of any outlet that they were haggling over whether she could be there or not. Well, she stayed for the duration and did a phenomenal job at live tweeting the festivities. And just an aside reading about everything that was going on at this convention, can I just say that I do not miss these days? I used to go to these conventions regularly. Now, the 6th Congressional District, where I reside, you know, there really wasn't a lot of drama there. Uh, now, 2014, that was uh, the first year where there was going to be a candidate other than Michelle Bachman, uh, the first time in, like, eight years, uh, because Michelle Bachman was not running for her reelection in 2014, so there was an endorsing convention uh, Tom Emmer and Ronda Sivaraja and Phil Krenke were the main candidates, and it was pretty much Emmer's endorsement to lose, and he was endorsed overwhelmingly on the first ballot, yet Sivaraja and Crinky chose to take it to primary. Emmer won there overwhelmingly as well, and ever since then, uh, he's basically been unopposed. I know A.J. Kern opposed him, I think, in 2016, 2018, but she was so irrelevant, again, didn't really matter. Uh, so I say this from a perspective where our convention there wasn't a whole lot of drama, but boy, watching what was going on uh, at the first congressional district yesterday, and it went beyond midnight. I mean, Rebecca's first tweet, the first ballot, uh, the first ballots results were announced at like 4:15 p.m. So I mean, this thing went from start to finish. I th- I think at least nine or ten hours, just absolutely insane. And, of course, the focus is the fact that uh, there are multiple candidates vying to be the endorsed candidate for the new 1st Congressional District. Now, I I have to kind of say this to myself in order to avoid confusion. Because, of course, after redistricting, the 1st Congressional District looks a little different than the 1st Congressional District that Congressman Jim Hagedorn was representing. And, of course, Congressman Hagedorn passed away in uh, mid-February. So now there's going to be a primary on May 24th to determine the candidate from each of the major parties and then a general election on August 8th or 9th. I, I don't remember what the exact date was, whatever that Tuesday is in August, August 8th or 9th, to fill out the remaining three, four months of Congressman Hagedorn's current term. Well, also on that date in August is the party primary for the new first congressional district where they determine which who's going to represent each of the major parties in the general election in November 2022. Yeah, I'm, I'm confused just saying it. So yesterday was the new congressional district one and they were there to endorse the candidate who they want as a Republican candidate for the general election in November of 2022. And from pretty much the first ballot on, Jeremy Munson had a lead. Now, the way endorsing conventions work, or the endorsement process works, you have to get 60% in order to be endorsed. And spoiler alert, I think it was after seven ballots, no one reached um, that 60% threshold. Uh, At the end, it came down to uh Jeremy Munson and Brad Finstad. I think that the highest Jeremy Munson got was about fifty three, fifty-four percent, and Brad Finstad trailed by and then he brought up uh was the other only other candidate remaining at that late hour. He had like thirty seven percent. So that means ten percent were undecided or wanted it to go no endorsement. Well Matt Benstad who um dropped out earlier had already indicated that he's going to be going to the August primary and Jennifer Carnahan, who is of course, Jim Hagedorn's widow. She is also likely to go to a primary as well. So in the end, it might, they might as well have said uh, no endorsement. Uh, I'm trying to see. Yeah, it was um, uh Jennifer Carnahan hung on until I think the fourth ballot when she was consistently in third or fourth place. I think there were seven candidates initially. Carnahan was in third or fourth place. And when it it got down to the final three candidates, uh, Jeremy Munson, Brad Finstad, and Jennifer Carnahan, Carnahan was consistently third. And then she dropped out and um, talked about how she was going to uh, go to a, uh, take it to a primary. So clearly, she does not have the, the gravitas that her husband did uh, when he was running in uh, he ran multiple times. In fact, Jim Hagedorn was the Republican nominee in 2014 and 2016, losing to then- incumbent congressman Tim Walls in the general. And then finally Jim Hagedorn broke through in 2018 and won uh, the Republican nomination and the general election, and then, of course, was reelected in 2020, and sadly, uh, passed away a couple of months ago. But Jennifer Carnahan clearly does not have his gravitas and she's I, I would be shocked if she were the candidate in either the special election or the general election. And what she decides to do from there, who knows? Um, she's probably going to throw out allegations of voter fraud. You know, just a prediction. But I am waiting to see how she dismisses Rand Paul's endorsement of Jeremy Munson as some as the establishment in this for Munson because Rand Paul I know I get it he's in his third term as a or he's going to be reelected yeah Rand Paul's up this November and he's going to be reelected to a third term as a senator out of Kentucky uh, so it's going to be interesting to hear how he's some establishment hack uh, endorsing Jeremy Munson uh, in this race but this is this is something we're going to keep an eye on so the bottom line is there's going to be Several Republican candidates on the ballot come the primary, the general election primary in August, which happens to be the same date as the special election to fill out the remaining three, four months of Congressman Hagedorn's seat. This is so confusing. I just have to keep telling myself over and over what's how this is running concurrently you know the uh primary for the general election is on the same day as the general special election i mean it's just it's just really confusing but like i said i'm just glad that i'm not uh i'm not in these uh endorsing conventions anymore because my god they they had to have been there 10 to 12 hours by by my best guess and to end up with no endorsement after all that time just seemed like a monumental waste of time, but what do I know? Uh, folks, we're going to take an early break here, and when we come back, we're going to have a two-part interview that uh, our colleague from our sister station, AM980, The Mission, Lee Michaels, conducted with Eric Metaxas. Eric Metaxas is going to be in town this Thursday for a very special event. We'll talk a little bit more about that when we come back. And uh, we won't be available for phone calls on air, but we do have a special giveaway, so stay tuned for the instructions on that. And uh, we'll be back in mere moments. Me, Brad Carlson, the closer, coming back with another edition on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Go nowhere. you
5: hear me calling in your sweet dream.
1: Soaking up the sun in Fiji, walking through the Sculpture Garden in Minneapolis, or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon. We're where you are. Stream AM-1280 The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app.
0: As a former congressman and the ranking member on the Judiciary Committee of the U.S. House of Representatives, Doug Collins knows what it means to fight for what he believes. And on every episode of the Doug Collins podcast, he'll explore all topics from politics to life advice and blend them together for a well-rounded discussion that you can use to get the most out of your life. The Doug Collins podcast. Subscribe today on Apple, Google, Spotify, and at SalemPodcastNetwork.com.
2: Hello fellow patriots, we'd like to
4: introduce
1: you to GTS HVAC. Hi, it's Tamara and Greg from GTS. We know you have a lot of great choices when it comes to heating, ventilation, and air conditioning companies. Even though we've been in business for 18 years, we haven't done a lot of advertising. So you might ask, why are we on this station? We believe it's important to stand up for our values and support those who do the same. If you'd like to work with someone like-minded, please give us a call at GTS HVAC. We're interested in long-term relationships and know that if we do the job right, you'll invite us back. So be sure to check our online reviews. GTS HVAC is a woman owned business and family operated. Contact us now for your spring AC tune up and we'll give you a free coffee card. We work on commercial buildings and businesses too. GTS HVAC, your ream pro partner in the twin cities
2: building systems that perform
1: happy to be on the Patriot and online at
4: GTSHVAC.com.
1: I appeal to you to fight Did you know that the Patriot mobile app can do more than just stream your favorite shows? Here's cool feature number one. You can set an alarm on our app that will automatically start streaming The Patriot at whatever time you decide. It's easy. Just open the menu in the upper left hand corner, select Alarm, and choose a time. You can set it to wake you up in the morning with Hugh Hewitt or any of your favorite hosts. Download the free AM 1280 The Patriot app today.
5: TheFishTwinCities.com is streaming your favorite contemporary Christian artists like Matthew West, Toby Mac, for King and & Country, and many more. Stream along at TheFishTwinCities.com, download the free app, or listen on your Amazon smart speaker.
6: Yeah!
3: Hey, welcome back. AM 12 a to the Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Thanks as always for tuning in. Folks, as we've been promoting uh, a lot on all of our affiliates, this Thursday, April 28th, uh, Salem personality Eric Metaxas will be in town for a discussion entitled, Is Atheism Dead?, which also happens to be the title of a new book, which he has released. Uh, Our colleague on the AM 980 The Mission side, Lee Michaels, had an opportunity to talk with Eric Metaxas this past week. So we're going to play both parts of that two-part interview coming up over the next couple of segments. And by the way, Eric's book is Atheism Dead. We do have a book giveaway. We have one, 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 emphasis on one book to give away. So if you'd like a copy of that book, call in right now, 651-289-4488. That is the number to call if you'd like a copy of Eric Metaxas' book, Is Atheism Dead? So with that in mind... Let's play part one of Lee Michaels' interview with the aforementioned Eric Metaxas.
5: Hey, thanks a lot for being with us. I'm really excited about our next guest. Uh, you hear him on The Mission weekday afternoons at 3. You also hear him on uh, AM 1280, The Patriot, uh, at 3 a.m. on the overnights. Uh, he's a fantastic uh, guy, a great sense of humor, uh, very informative, great books. And his latest book is called Is Atheism Dead? And uh, it's the, very, uh, the one and only Eric Metaxas. Uh, Eric, great to,
6: great to speak with you again. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. And how how strange to find out that I'm on the air in some places at 3 a.m. Yeah, I, what I the, know. What <laughs> the heck? Holy cow. And, and, 3 a.m. But there are people alive at that hour. That's what they tell me.
5: Yeah, well, it's amazing. We do get comments about uh, about the program at that time. People who love it. It's you just lead into Hugh Hewitt in the morning. There, it's a it's a great fit. I love it.
6: And then I you're love
5: it. you're leading on the afternoon here on uh, on the mission. So it's yes,
6: it, it's, that's, that's a more that's more typical. Yeah. I'm hitting more people at that. <laughs>
5: <laughs> well, it's great. You're going to hit a lot of people. We're going to have hundreds of people. We're nearly sold out. For is atheism dead? A discussion with Eric Metaxas coming up Thursday, the twenty eighth at Plymouth Covenant church the vip meet and greet sold out i believe is about a day and a half so people are excited that you're coming to town and uh the the uh, general mission seats 25 we have some uh, we have some left but i've told people this is going to sell out and uh it's they're they're going quick and i'm really looking forward to this because this is a fantastic topic what really kind of prompted this uh conversation about atheism and asking that question is atheism dead
6: Lee, I have to tell you, you know, many of the books that I write, I have no intention to write them. This this is classic. I mean, I had no intention to write a book. First of all, it's not really about atheism. It's about evidence for God from science, mainly from science, and it is such astonishing evidence. It's so crazy that when I came upon this stuff and started looking into it, I said – I've got to write about this because people almost won't believe it. Most people who we say were Christians were not aware that in the last 50 years, the world of science has quietly been pointing more and more and more to the existence of God. It becomes totally unavoidable. But nobody really knows about it. A lot of people in the scientific community aren't going to you know, raise their hands and volunteer it because maybe it's embarrassing. Maybe their colleagues don't like the idea. But it is so amazing that when I bumped into some of this stuff, I said, I, I can't even believe it. I have to write about this because most people don't know this. I didn't know about it. So that's kind of what kicked me off. Uh, and the same thing happened. The second part of the book, the first part's evidence from science which i I promise you people almost won't believe it or people listening right now think it couldn't be i don't believe science could point it this is this is the major narrative shift of our time that most of us couldn't even imagine it and it is it is real and i make it very clear in the book but it's tough for us to get our heads around it paradigm shifts are not easy even if you're already a christian so so the science part is the first part the second part very similar Biblical archaeology has, over the decades, discovered more and more and more and more, to the point where you got to laugh now, because (laughs) whatever they find proves the Bible is history. It is absolutely astonishing. And again, when I discovered some of this, I said, people don't know this, they need to know this. We're going through tough times in this country, in the world. We need to know that our faith is utterly rational. Anybody who tells you the Bible is a book of folktales, they do not know what they're talking about, and you need to know a little bit of the facts, because the facts are mind-blowing. The the, uh, the Actually, the reason I titled the book, Is Atheism Dead?, is because in 1966, many people know, there was a famous Time magazine article, a cover article, that said, Is God Dead? Right. And it was kind of like, yeah, in those days, science had pushed God out of the picture and all the smart people figured, yeah, science is just a matter of time before the God of the gaps has no more gaps to fill and science has got it covered. Thank you very much. We're on to the next thing. Since 1966, while they kind of settled that issue, the evidence whoops the sorry <laughs> the evidence has been coming in since 1966 over the decades. And What's amazing, as I said, is that the culture hasn't really talked about it. It's like we settled that issue, and we've moved on. And so I said, once I recognized how much evidence from science had come in, because it really, in the last 50 years, it's, it's just overwhelming, how much evidence from biblical archaeology has come in, again, overwhelming, I said, it's time somebody asked the other question, is atheism dead? And I'm here to tell you, bluntly, the answer is yes. It doesn't mean that there aren't people who are going to raise their hands and say, wait a minute, I'm an atheist you could be a flat earther, there are flat earthers, I have encountered them in audiences, just because somebody says I identify with that doesn't mean I'm going to take it seriously. To me, this the issue is settled. The earth is a sphere. God exists. Next question. You know, it's kind of, <laughs> it's kind of like that. And I find it funny, though, The the headline for me is that most of us haven't heard this. It's like it's been happening quietly. And I said, somebody needs to write about it, and it it fell to me to do the job. So that's why the book is titled uh, Is Atheism Dead?
5: Uh, it's fantastic. It's by Eric Metaxas, our guest here, and uh, you can come join him Thursday, the twenty eighth, Plymouth Covenant Church. A great event: "Is Atheism Dead?" A discussion with Eric Metaxas. Uh, he's going to do the presentation. Uh, he'll uh, have the discussion. There'll be a short Q and A. I believe we even got you to, to sign a few books for people as well after the event. Uh, uh, really- listen,
6: I will. I will hang out until they kick me out. If people <laughs> if people show up late and they want a book signed. It is my joy and honor to to be there, to meet people. I love, it, it's my favorite thing. For me, it's like dessert. You know, I, I got to yeah. talk, I got to do whatever. But when it's over, I get to meet these dear people that have showed up. It, it means everything to me. And I, I really look forward to that. So I will be there as late as people want to. Want to, want to hang out and, you know, just sign books and whatever it is. But yeah, that's that's my favorite part.
5: That's a, that's great and that means a lot. Uh, I And I love this topic because these are some things, we you know, we talk about on this show all the time. Uh, the support, and I think they're, you're absolutely right that it, it kind of gets pushed back a little bit. And this is the type of book and the discussion that night that will really help, you know, sharpen that iron when we when we have those conversations with friends or family members or coworkers that find all into that camp or have that those questions about god does god exist is jesus real is what the bible says real uh some of the things in the chapters when you break this down and and looking at it and point to where we have come and why uh, where we are at now with science proving uh that like you said the historical accuracy of the bible is absolutely amazing
6: well i really think what what, what Need to happen for really why I wrote the book. A lot of times people say, oh, I'm going to my atheist friends. I think, you know what? That's not who I wrote it for. Because that person probably has his mind made up so firmly. Some of them. I'm not saying if, you, if you're really an agnostic, that's not true. But there's some people, they don't want to know the evidence. They don't want right. to hear the arguments. They've made up their minds, and they want you to shut up and go away. And i got to be honest, nothing is new. When I write in the book about Galileo, it's an amazing story because that's kind of the founding myth of science versus faith. It's a total lie Galileo was a profound Christian, profound Christian, and he knew that what he was doing with the science was glorifying God. And so the people who opposed him, some of them were in the church, but there are plenty in the church who didn't oppose him. And it was really the Aristotelians. Anyway, the bottom line is that whole narrative is a lie, that faith and science are at odds. But the reason I bring up Galileo is because when you're dealing with people who don't want to believe something, they refuse to look at the evidence. And so what I find funny is if you put this book in front of somebody, there are certain people that they would rather burn the book than read it because they're afraid that it might be true. They don't want to know And Galileo, and I'm not making this up, this is the story is in the book. People refused to look through his telescope when he said, listen, don't take my word for it. I'm only interested in the truth of God. So if I'm wrong, show me and look through my telescope, see what I saw so you can see for yourself why it's clear that this is reality. This is not my version of reality. And by the way, it can't contradict the Bible, because the Bible is written by God. So, you know, we've got some work to do here. If we think that what I see through the telescope contradicts the Bible, people refused to look through the telescope. Just like today, there are people, they will refuse to watch a documentary film on a certain subject, or because They don't want to know. They don't want to be embarrassed in their friend groups where everybody thinks a certain way. And I really think the main reason, as I said, I wrote the book, is to bolster people who are genuinely open-minded or who already believe in God, but who don't know how astonishing the evidence is, who, who can't even dream like I never thought in my lifetime science would point so clearly to the existence of God. I mean, I find it almost funny... Because we've all grown up with this, with this lie that faith is at odds with science. Not only is that not true, but it turns out that faith, that science points to faith. Who Whoever dreamt that that would happen, it's like everything was flipped. The script was totally flipped, but we just haven't reported on it, which is why I wrote the book. I said people need to know there's a paradigm shift going on, and I always want to be on the right side of the paradigm shift.
5: Absolutely. Again, uh, Eric Metaxas, our guest. Uh, is Atheism Dead? Uh, the, the title of the new book available uh, wherever books are stored. Is Atheism Dead? You can find it there. Also, we'll have copies uh, at a great price at the event coming up on the 28th at Plymouth Covenant Church. Still some VA, or still some tickets available. VIP is sold out. $25 of the general admission seats. Uh, again, uh, thanks to GTS HVAC for supporting this event. Uh, having Eric in town for this is going to be absolutely fantastic. Uh, get your tickets now. This event will sell out. We're really close to selling out. Uh, So don't delay. Do it today. As I say, don't do it now. Do it right now. Uh, Get your tickets. Come see Eric. Let's take a quick break. We'll come back. uh, More with Eric Metaxas. I want to ask you, too, about truth. I haven't talked about truth with a capital T being God's truth. And just like you were saying, there's people that don't want to hear that truth. But engaging in that conversation and allowing us to to get some of the information and understand that we can really rely on on God's word. and, And having that science conversation with others is such a huge help. So let's get to that after the break, this is Crosswalk here on the Twin Cities Christian Voice, AM 980 The Mission. Also on our sister station, AM 1280 The Patriot, you can listen to Eric Metaxas there as well.
3: All right, uh, that is part one with uh, Lee Michaels' interview with uh, Eric Metaxas. Fascinating stuff. I always love hearing how authors uh, get inspired to to write a book and hearing that passion for just taking you know uh, an event that may seem rather benign, but then turning it into an idea for a book. And again, the book is entitled Is Atheism Dead? I imagine you can get it pretty much wherever you buy books. Uh, and by the way, we did have a book giveaway. Uh, in the millisecond, I announced that we were giving away one book. We had, what was it, Jacob? Four or five people immediately call. And obviously, the lines pick up in order of who calls first. So obviously, line one was the first caller. Uh, John from Egan. Congratulations, John. You are the winner of Eric Metaxas' book, Is Atheism Dead? So, uh, again, there were several other callers that were hoping to get a copy of this book. Uh, sorry, folks, just not quite fast enough. So close. If it were a horse race, John won by a nose, I think we is how we could call it. But, uh, again, Eric Metaxas is going to be live at Plymouth Covenant Church this Thursday, April 28th from 7 to 8.30. Go to am1280thepatriot.com. Click on the banner Uh, is atheism dead and get your tickets today because you can have an opportunity to buy a book at the event get it autographed by eric metaxas again he loves talking to the folks afterwards so you'll have that opportunity as well so again that's part one of lee michael's interview with eric metaxas part number two coming back in mere moments right here am 1280 the patriot northern alliance radio network go nowhere
1: What if most of what we've assumed about human existence was outdated and in need of reevaluation? What if atheism was put to rest for good? In his latest book, Eric Metaxas presents the unraveling of atheism with astonishing new findings and science based arguments. Discoveries so compelling, we're bringing him to the Twin Cities to talk about it. Join us for Is Atheism Dead? A discussion with Eric Metaxas, Thursday, the 28th at Plymouth Covenant Church. He'll present remarkable new evidence that defeats the idea of a creatorless universe. It'll make even the most staunch atheist reconsider their beliefs. His biblical discernment and sharp logic will make this faith-affirming event come to life. Not to mention the entertaining wit and enthusiasm you've come to expect from Eric Metaxas. Invite some friends from church and an open-minded atheist and reserve your seats today at am1280thepatriot.com. Supported by GTS HVAC.
2: Mother's Day is coming and so is the challenge. What do you give the mom that gave you everything? This Mother's Day, give the gift of a lifetime of memories. Digitized forever. Digitized forever. Hi, I'm Adam. And I'm Nick. We started Legacy Box over a decade ago to simplify preserving footage of mom's wedding, your first steps, and all the milestone moments that made your mom, mom. Over a million families have trusted Legacy Box to convert those meaningful moments. Legacy Box is simple, safe, and affordable. Simply fill your Legacy Box with photos, film, and tapes. Our team of experts will do the rest. Not to mention, you'll get back your originals and new digital copies on DVDs, thumb drive, or the cloud, ready to relive and share for generations. Make your mom feel extra special this Mother's Day with what Real Simple calls the perfect gift. Visit legacybox.com slash Lbox to get early access to our Mother's Day sale. That's legacybox.com slash Lbox for an unbelievable deal. Legacybox.com slash Lbox.
3: Hey, welcome back. AM 1280 The Patriot Northern Alliance Trading Network. Oh, Is me, Brad Carlson? Thanks, as always, for tuning in. If you were uh, tuned in last segment, you heard Lee Michaels' uh, interview with Eric Metaxas. He, the uh, author of his uh, latest book, Is Atheism Dead? And, of course, Eric Metaxas is going to be in town this Thursday, April 28th, Plymouth Covenant Church in, well, Plymouth, obviously, for a discussion entitled, Is Atheism Dead? Uh, Please feel free to go to Uh, am1280thepatriot.com to find out where you can get tickets. Again, the VIP section, as we told you, is sold out. There are still a few general admission tickets remaining. But don't hesitate because those two are going to sell out. And uh, just like we told you not to hesitate to jump online for the book because John from Egan, he was Johnny on the spot. Uh, Very fortuitous with a name like John being Johnny on the spot. Uh, He is the winner of Eric Metaxas' book. Is Atheism Dead? So with that, we want to play part number two of Lee Michaels' interview with Eric Metaxas, talking about the concept of atheism being dead and also Eric's appearance this Thursday in Plymouth. Again, go to am1280thepatriot.com for more information. So with that, part number two of Lee Michaels' interview with Eric Metaxas. We're back here. It's
5: Lee Michaels along with uh, our friend Eric Metaxas. Of course, his new book is called "Is Atheism Dead." Our discussion with Eric is coming up on the 28th. Plymouth Covenant Church tickets aren't moving for that. Uh, thanks to GTSHVAC for supporting that. Uh, it's going to be a fantastic night. There'll be the discussion, a Q and A. Eric will uh, stick around and sign books after. We will have a limited number of books available there uh, for him to sign. You can get it at a discounted price. We've got a special offer for people that attend the event. So another reason to come out and join us on the 28th. You can get your tickets, am1280thepatriot.com or am980themission.com. Uh, but do it now, because uh, this event is going to sell out with Eric. And we're talking about some of the things he'll be discussing uh, from his new book, Is Atheism Dead? And a big thing is truth. Uh, the truth with a capital T, there's God's truth. But it seems like truth is something that uh, uh, now to people, especially that uh, don't believe in God, is uh, is up for interpretation.
6: Well, this is what's so interesting, is that we're going through all kinds of stuff in our culture right now. And look, let's be honest. There are people who care about the truth, and there are other people, they don't care about the truth. They care about whatever is going to get them what they want. They care about power. They're setting themselves up as the enemies of God, because God created the universe. He created reality, and he's the God of truth. He is truth. So we have to care about truth, but we can't imagine... That everybody's going to share what what we can't. We how come the Eagles keeps playing on my phone? What's going on? <laughs> uh, that, that that they keep. Basically, they people don't care about truth. And I think sometimes as believers, we're naive about thinking that we can argue somebody into the kingdom. I think we have to be honest. When I write a book about apologetics like this, I'm not fooled into thinking that somebody whose heart is closed can be bullied into the faith by beating them over the head with the facts. The facts will not affect them. The truth will not affect them. So I think that it always has to be a combination. We have to be prayerful. At the same time, sometimes it's just to help us be bolder in our faith. And I think right now, you know, with cultural Marxism everywhere we look, which is basically atheism, let's not kid ourselves, Mm -hmm. this is atheism, okay? It's an atheist worldview creeping into every part of the culture. It's a lie, because atheism really is dead. God is real, and you can't create a world on a worldview of atheism. And so I think we we just have to understand that the truth of God affects everything. It affects Mm -hmm. science, it affects politics, it affects culture, it affects history, it affects absolutely Everything and and it's why I start the book is atheism dead with a quote from Solzhenitsyn because Solzhenitsyn when he was looking at the evils of communism under the Soviets he he went through hell and he lived through it and when when he would ask the old people who were alive when this all this stuff started how did this happen they said it happened when men forgot God when you forget God when you push God out. All hell is unleashed, because mm-hmm. God, who is truth, holds the world together. He gives us the ideas that enable us to be free, that enable us to treat each other with dignity when we disagree. All of these things, if you think that they arrive from the wonderful human heart or from evolution, you're completely mistaken. And when God is pulled out, as we see happening in our own culture, you see the fruit. It is It is nasty. It is ugly. I've written about uh, Bonhoeffer and the Nazis and, and what right. happened there. It's the same thing. And we're seeing, we're getting a taste of it now. I think it's God's mercy that we're getting a taste of it to wake us up, because we need to wake up. We need to understand the, the, the blessings we've had in this country. This is not normal. We don't deserve this. Most people in the world don't get anything like this. This comes from a devotion to the God of Scripture, a devotion to Him, not just you know, oh, I believe He exists. Well, you know, the devil also believed God, God God exists, right? It doesn't really matter. The question is, have you given Him your life and your heart, and and are you know, do you basically invite Him in to guide you? And I mean, that's really why we're on the planet, and it's the most beautiful thing imaginable. And so, you know, I want to do my part to help people understand that. You don't want to miss that. It is literally why. You're on the planet, and the evidence from from everywhere is com- coming in fast and furious, and it's fun to to see uh, that in these kind of last days as things are going crazy, God is giving us more and more evidence of Himself and of the Bible as history. You know, in case you didn't know what you thought, you know, you're going to find out there's a lot of evidence you probably haven't heard about.
5: It's going to be great. Is Atheism Dead? Eric Metaxas, our guest, uh, he's in town on the 28th Plymouth Covenant Church. Come join us for this. Uh, $25 for the uh, general admission seats. We will have a limited number of copies of the book for sale at a discounted price. Eric's going to stick around after. Sign copies of the book as well. You can go to am980themission.com, am 1280 com to get your tickets now uh, before they sell out. And Eric, was there in, in doing this and in, in researching and in digging into this and, and the science, was there some... Something that that you learned or surprised you uh, you know i mean you're pretty in touch with a lot of this stuff being I, on the air let me
6: tell you something lee i gotta tell you what happens with every one of my books people think that i know all this stuff and then i put it into a book that's not true normally i, I discover something which is enough to amaze me to say i need to look into it more and maybe write a book about it and while i'm writing the book and it happened with this book I discovered stuff that I I almost couldn't believe. I, I said, you know, in fact, at the end of the book, I talk about those people who really did look hard at the idea of atheism. Like, what if there is no God? What if we live in a world with no God? And the people who looked at it seriously, not the new atheists who are very flippant and incredibly sloppy and dishonest, which is what I write about at the end of the book, but those who saw the horror of a world without God, but said, this is just the way it is, we have to face it. The two most famous ones, Jean-Paul Sartre and Albert Camus, these French existentialists, you know, if you went to college, you probably had the misfortune of being forced to read one of their unbelievably depressing books, right? Yeah. Those two men, totally independent of each other, came to faith in the God of the Bible. And I thought to myself, this is a headline. This is like finding out that Karl Marx, at the end of his life became a capitalist. Why have we not heard about this? And again, it's because we live in such a secular culture that this information tends not to get out. But that's why I put it in the book. I said to myself, first of all, I didn't know this when I started writing the book. And there are many things in the book that I discovered while I was writing the book that just flipped me out. I said, I I almost can't believe them. You know, sometimes you don't believe and you have to look deeper and deeper and deeper (laughs) deeper to make sure that you're not like making a fool of yourself. There's no doubt that Camus and Sartre, that they had the guts, really, to face the horror of a world without God. And when they faced the horror of it, they came to see, oh, it's not true. Right. When when you really see that they str- they really struggled with it, they were not playing games, they were not just writing books, that they found that God is real. And I think we need to understand that those who look the most earnestly at these questions will discover truth— And, you know, I have to say, uh, there's a lot of that kind of stuff in the book that I almost didn't believe it when I discovered it. I really said to myself, this is just, this is crazy. I need to to do everything I can to get the word out on this so that pastors will preach on it, so that people will teach it in Sunday schools. This is like, we need to know the truth. This is not Christian truth. It's truth. You know, you mentioned before truth. There's only truth. There's no such thing as Christian truth. It's either true or or it's not. And if it's true, it is part of Jesus in this world. He is truth. And I yeah. think that uh, it's, you know, it's, it, to me, actually, just was very encouraging in many ways to discover this stuff.
5: Yeah, well, the, the book is very encouraging, too. And we'll really, I, I think people really grow, uh, learn a lot, and really, like you said, uh, equip them, you know, this day and age of the, of the drive-by you know, social media posts and things like that. It's it's often tough to get into a discussion about some of these things. And when you read this and dig into it and have have that ammunition, so to speak, to uh, you know pose those questions or counter those things that come up, uh, it can be really one of those steps that that leads you into that that friendship, that conversation, uh, and helping understand, helping somebody else understand, uh, you know, who the God who God of the Bible is, who Jesus is, and why His shed blood, death, burial, and resurrection uh, is is so. Important important to you know it, it is the only thing for that eternal relationship uh to, to have that and eric i'm really looking forward to you being in town uh really uh, looking forward to the opportunity to uh have the audience hear you speak and answer some ask you some questions about this and uh and really get into this because I, I I think this is a, a a perfect time for a book like this and for an event like this uh, for people to really kind of come together have that fellowship have some fun because uh, I, I know you, you, your your sense of humor is really going to uh, it's another side of you that uh, I think people are really going to enjoy <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah
6: well I to me it's fun to have fun and when you're talking about exciting important things you you, you got to have some joy in the middle of it if you don't have joy you're missing something you know so to me there, there is a lot of uh there's a lot of joy that goes along with this God is real what he says in the word is true it's not a nice idea it is truth and we can base our whole lives on it. we need to remind ourselves of that over and over and over again there's nothing more beautiful and uh i you know i feel honored that the lord would allow me in any way to to be a part of that it just so i do want to have fun and I look forward it i love q and a and I love interacting with people. So I, I, I just encourage. Uh, I mean, I, I'm just encouraged by the fact that I get to do that when I'm with you.
5: Yeah, there's going to be so many people. Like I said, we've got, uh, we're have got we getting near the sellout. The last time I, I saw you speak here was with uh, Piper on the on your Bonhoeffer book. Uh, and they had so many people show up. They had to open up both locations. And I, I chuckle because I still have the notes. We brought my daughter to that. Uh, and this was, what, 2013. So my daughter was... 13 basically at the time. And I still have the notes because she grabbed my phone to write down notes, uh, Oh about that. Gosh. And I just, I just pulled it up here on my phone, you know, with, with what she typed. Uh, you know, Bonhoeffer saw what was happening and tried to stop it, and the church didn't believe him. And, but it was just, yeah. we had a great time there. And I know this event is going to be uh, even bigger and better and very timely for so many people. I mean, you've been an influence to our family and obviously to our listeners here on the Mission and the Patriot with, uh, with your daily show. And to have you in town is going to be absolutely fantastic. So look forward to seeing you uh, Thursday the 28th, Eric.
6: I can't tell you how glad I am uh, I get to do this and I really do mean it I love to interact with people and, and have fun and I will I'll sign books as long as people are uh, are willing to show up, or, or yeah, they can go get a burger and come back if the line is long. Because I'll be I'll be there, I'll be there.
5: Well, I, I tell you what, for somebody listening right now, I'm gonna we'll give away a copy of the book, so you have something to bring for Eric to sign. Uh, we'll take uh, the first caller right now, uh, and we'll set you up with a copy of "Is Atheism Dead?" Is Atheism Dead? Uh, and First caller will win a copy of the book. Eric, blessings to you. We'll see you soon.
6: I can't wait. God bless you, Lee. Bye-bye.
5: Bye-bye. There you go. Eric Metaxas, of course, you hear him on the mission and the Patriot. We'll take that first caller to win a copy of the book. Our event coming up on the 20th, supported by GTS HVAC. Get your tickets now before they sell out. $25, am980themission.com or am1280thepatriot.com.
3: All right, so that concludes Lee's interview with Eric Metaxas. And ignore Lee's... Uh, message to where call in and win a book because we already did that at the beginning of the segment. I apologize, folks. Uh, I didn't pre-screen uh, the end of the interview, so I did not know that Lee was making an announcement that we're giving away a book. We already did that. We took care of that at the very beginning of this. Again, John from Egan is the winner of Eric Metaxas' book. Is atheism dead? So again, uh, I can't emphasize enough. Check out uh, am twelve eighty thepatriot dot com and click on the banner. Uh, promoting the Is Atheism Dead event. And there's only a few general admission tickets left. Again, this Thursday, April 28th, Plymouth Covenant Church from 7 to 8.30 p.m. And our generous sponsor for this uh, fantastic event, GTS HVAC. So, again, uh, get a ticket and look forward to uh, having you there because it is going to sell out. All these events uh, sell out like we tell you they're going to. So... Folks, with that, uh, we're going to wrap up the broadcast with one final short segment coming back on the other side. Me, Brad Carlson, the closer, back in mere moments. Go nowhere. AM
1: 1280, The Patriot. Sightseeing in Paris, at the mall in Bloomington, or on horseback in Dallas. We're where you are. Listen to AM 1280, The Patriot, at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app.
4: Appliance prices are going up, but not at PJ's. We have hundreds of appliances in stock for you to take home right now. New LG models have just arrived. Plus, we just opened our new store in Maplewood. Hi, this is PJ. We take great pride in separating ourselves from those overpriced big box stores. How? By simply providing over-the-top customer service and great quality products at unbeatable prices. PJ's appliance outlet has quickly become the trusted go-to store for brand new scratch and dent appliances. You'll save hundreds, even thousands of dollars on brand new name brand refrigerators, ovens, washers, dryers, and dishwashers from trusted brands like LG, Electrolux, Whirlpool, Frigidaire, and more. We're also the exclusive dealer for the ILVE handmade Italian stoves. Don't pay inflated prices for name brand appliances. Take the short drive to save big dollars at either our Plymouth or new Maplewood location. Visit our showrooms or find us online at PJsApplianceOutlet.com, where every deal is a steal.
0: It's the most important domestic issue facing America today.
4: Public education has gone off the
2: rails.
0: Don't miss the powerful new movie. Whose children are they?
2: Critical race
1: theory is dividing our children. They're teaching these kids X-rated sex acts.
0: Learn how to get our public schools back on track. Watch Whose Children Are They at SalemNow.com. Whose children are they? Whose children are they? Available now at SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com.
3: frighten someone's day with a free e-card from the largest online christian greeting card site crosscards.com there's one for every occasion birthdays holidays or just to let someone know you care crosscards.com is a division of salem media group
2: all right hey welcome
3: back am 1280 the patriot northern alliance radio network one final short segment. Yeah, I got something to say, and I'll have to be quick about it because it is a short final segment. Uh, I did want to get to this part. Uh, when this uh, particular incident happened, uh, BS was called right away. And, again, this is a problem when you have a presidential administration where you have a bunch of people that are stuck inside a D.C. bubble or are coastal elitists, that they don't understand uh, the basic nuances of things that happen in middle America, like, for example, riding horses. You might remember this when uh, there were Haitians being dropped off at the southern border and then they were trying to sneak across the southern border into America. There were mounted border patrol at the border trying to control these migrants, not allow them to get across the border. And as these uh, mounted border patrol on their horseback were controlling their horses, they were using their reins to control the horses. You've seen those reins before, the, uh, the leather things where they used to, you know, Reign it in. So you've heard the expression rein it in. Well, they look to rein the horse in. Okay, or control the horse to go in the direction they want the horse to go in. Well, the Biden administration and other coastal elitists immediately seized upon this and said, oh my God, look at that. These mounted border patrol, they have whips in their hands and they're whipping Haitians. And these Haitians are black people. Oh my God, look at this. It's it's like It's like the 19th century slavery all over again. And Immediately, the uh, Mounted Border Patrol program was ceased. Uh, These agents were suspended upon further review, and it was immediately ascertained, no, 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 no. Those are not whips. Those are reins on the horses. There's no reason to overreact to this. Well, the administration overreacted the Mounted Border Patrol. Basically, that uh, program was shelved upon investigation. These border agents were suspended, I believe, without pay. Well, finally... After several months, an investigation has concluded, and the border patrol agents will not be charged with a crime. And as a result, um, some may call press secretary Jen Psaki little red lying hood. I wouldn't. I'm I'm above that. I wouldn't call her little red lying hood. But she was one of the purveyors of this uh, of this outrage you know, saying it's inappropriate, the brutality that these Border Patrol agents showed against these, it's its wrong, it's inappropriate, it should not be happening in this country. Well, uh, these border agents have been cleared, and of course, Fox News, Peter Ducey, pretty much the only journalist in the, those press briefings that'll ask the tough questions, uh, asked her about the conclusion of this investigation.
1: A question about uh, something that happened a few months ago down at the border. We've been told that the mounted Border Patrol officers the President accused of whipping migrants have been notified they will not face criminal charges. So when is the President going to apologize to them? There
2: is a process and an investigation that's gone through the Department of Homeland Security. I don't have any update on that.
1: The president said that they were whipping people, which would be a criminal offense. And they've been told they're not going to be criminally charged. And there was
2: an so investigation cold. into that. And I'll let the Department of Homeland Security announce any conclusion of that investigation. You
1: accuse these officers of brutal and inappropriate measures now that they've been told they will not be criminally charged. Will you apologize? And,
2: Peter, there was an investigation into their behavior. So that investigation is playing out. Whenever there, it's uh, going to be announced, the Department of Homeland Security will announce that, and I'm sure we'll have a comment on it after that. Go ahead.
3: So before an investigation even commenced, she came right out and said these my the these brutal tactics on these migrants trying to get across the border. It's 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 horrible. It's horrific, and it was very obvious at the time she didn't have the slightest concept of what was actually occurring. So she has no problem commenting on an incident before the investigation begins. But now that it's been concluded and these border agents will not be charged with the crime. Whoa, 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 whoa. I'll 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 let I'll let the Department of Homeland Security I'll I'll let them uh announce the conclusion of the investigation and maybe we'll have a comment at that time. It's a shame, Jen, you weren't as prudent with withholding judgment or a comment at the outset, but instead, members of the administration had their hands up your back and controlling your puppet strings and sent you out there to condemn this as horrible and horrific. With, again, not having the slightest idea of what goes on when riding horseback and not even knowing what reins on a horse are and saying that they were whips, which right away it was said was complete bullpucky. But you had no problem letting those comments stand. So utterly disgusting for the Biden administration. Neither Saki nor the president will apologize, and nor should we expect one, because ah, that's how they roll. Uh, Dan from Infant Grove Heights, Dan, apologize. We weren't able to get to your call. We're out of time. Folks, as always, we appreciate you tuning in, AM twelve eighty of the Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. Godspeed, my friends. Have yourselves a blessed week.
1: Closing time. Turn all. The- huh. Did I hear that correctly? $2,775 off a new furnace and AC unit? That's a lot of money. That would help. I should give Standard Heating a call.
2: Yes, you should. It's Standard Heating's annual triple savings sale, April's promotion, plus York manufacturer rebates, plus utility rebates, a combined savings up to $2,800.
1: What else did Olivia tell me? Oh, she said Standard Heating and Air Conditioning has been around for a long time. 92 years. They replaced her furnace last spring and saved her a bunch. I am going to check out this sale.
2: Take advantage of the triple savings special with savings up to $2,775. And hurry because this offer ends April 30th. Take advantage of the biggest discount of the year. Visit standardheating.com. Standard Heating and Air Conditioning. Providing the comfort you deserve since 1930. standardheating.com mention the Patriot. That's standardheating.com.
0: Let's do this. Critics agree the bad guys are good.
2: Oh, stop it. You're
6: making me blush.
0: It's the winner of the Truly Moving Picture Award at the Heartland Film Festival.
1: What? Bam!
0: The Christian Post raves. The Bad Guys is a fun, family-friendly film with a powerful and timely message.
4: I think I like the new you.
1: Well, that makes two
0: of us. From DreamWorks Animation, who brought you Shrek and Kung Fu Panda. It's showtime. The Bad Guys, in theaters now. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested.
1: AM 1280 The
0: Patriot